Welcome to another episode of Unfiltered Jesus Freak, hosted by me, Mitchell Willis. In this podcast, we'll be discussing Christian culture and how it may or may not be coinciding with what the Lord tells us through Scripture. Also, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to get these messages to as many people as possible. Today's subject, the government, and why you should worship God instead. But first, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for just the freedoms that we have, God. We are so lucky just to be alive, God. I thank you for the protection that you and you alone give us, God. I thank you for the freedoms that we personally have in America. I pray for those who don't have those freedoms, God. I pray for those that are being abused and taken advantage of, God. And I thank you for all that you're doing in everyone's lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't tell this story often, but I once directed a short film. Growing up, what I wanted more than anything was to be a film director. I was obsessed with classic films like 2001 A Space Oddity, Casablanca, and Citizen Kane. Gone with the Wind might be one of the most overrated movies I've ever seen, but anyway, while I was walking on campus, I saw a flyer for a film festival they were hosting. They'd loan official equipment, software, there'd be a red carpet and awards at the premiere. Looking back on it, it was a really cool opportunity, and I knew that I couldn't pass it up. Without thinking, I knew I had to sign up, and I did on the spot. I rushed to my dorm, and I started to draft my script. I'd already wrote a novel at the time, so how hard could a 10-minute short be? Turns out, when it doesn't take place in space or medieval times, very hard. Not only that, but I wanted to squeeze every story element into this one short film. It needed adventure, humor, tragedy, romance, mystery. When I finished the script, I immediately rounded up my friends and asked them to star, and they all said yes without hesitation. Although, probably in hindsight, they probably wished that they read the script. We skipped several days of class in the span of two weeks to film our movie. It took me days to edit on the software that was completely alien to me. And then, the night of the premiere. The filmmakers and actors alike dressed in suits and dresses to watch the films be played onto the silver screen. I eagerly waited for them to screen my masterpiece from the first movie all the way to the last one. What I didn't realize at the time was they were only going to show some of the best entries submitted, and mine didn't make the cut. We still had a good night, but I lost a lot of sleep thinking about how my movie, the only thing I thought about for weeks, wasn't good enough. They posted the short film on their website shortly after, and I thought I'd watch it one last time before closing that chapter of my life. And it was the worst thing I have ever seen. The acting, the editing, everything. I was laughing alone in my room watching how terrible this video turned out. But the far worst thing about it, the writing and directing. Despite how confident and loud and sure of my vision I was, this movie turned out crappier than the lower deck of Noah's Ark. And the reason is quite simple. It's because this director had no direction. I was trying to put too many things into the script that had no real arc or meaning. Worst of all, my friends who I let off the cliff blindly trusting my directing because I kept telling them that it was just how I wanted it to be. And sometimes I wouldn't even look one step ahead. This is the same way that some people blindly trust the government. And before I get any amens or that's right, brothers, this podcast is designed for Christians tuning in. I'm talking to you as well as myself. What does the Bible say about government? Paul writes in Romans 13, 1 through 3, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but God. The powers that be are ordained by God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to the good works, but to the evil. 
That is a hard pill to swallow, especially when you think about murderers in the Capitol, rapists in the cathedrals, and degenerates in Hollywood. Especially when we are called to live not of this world, like when Peter says we must obey God rather than men. Acts 5.29. So let's back up. What if the government allows mothers to kill their babies in the womb? Or murders the innocents in other countries? Or steals from the poor to keep them government dependent? Are these really the men that God gave power to rule the United States of division? Yes. They are men of this world, most of them. And we aren't called to always think that they're right or fair, but simply to respect their authority. I think back to Matthew 22. I won't read the specific scripture for time's sake, but I highly recommend that you do. The Pharisees tried to corner Jesus with a question about taxes and whether or not we should be tipping Caesar for his rule. Jesus responds by saying it is his name and face on the coin, and you must give Caesar's what's his and God what is his. It wasn't out of character for Jesus to have the perfect response to such a question. We are called to many things in this life, and one of them is respecting authority similar to how we got to obey our fathers as kids and our bosses as adults and God when we decide to make them both. But what about persecution? Not the American, my manager told me happy holidays and not Merry Christmas, but the real kind, China, Bangladesh, Iraq, Afghanistan, the Christians that need to do not one single thing for the rest of their life and they have my full respect. Should they respect the authority of the government that, that takes their wives' heads if they don't denounce God? Praying to the Father and walking with Christ is illegal. Is that the government they're supposed to give to them what's theirs? Revelations 20. Pulling out Re Revelations so you know it's about to get real. Revelations 24 through 6 reads, And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and the judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, in which they had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with a Christ for a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until a thousand years were finished. This was the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and they shall reign with him for a thousand years. This is a lot to dive into, but there is one thing that I do know. Every single Christian who died for their faith died because they were too good for this world. Not one exception. That is what I know. What I believe is that the deepest circle of hell and the hottest flames are reserved for those who use their authority that God gave them to do the devil's work. Murdering Christians on one side of the world and killing babies on the other. I'll leave you with this. Don't put your faith in people in power. Because where there is power in this life, there is going to be corruption. There is going to be people strictly in it for greed. Strictly in it for the power, for the ability to tell people what to do because they think that they know best when in actuality, just like me directing my short film, these men in power without God have no direction. And be careful who says they're pro-God but are pro-war and pro-greed. Be careful to discern and know you only need to have faith in God. There is only one person you answer to in the end, and it's not any of these people in charge. And if you say something they don't like, regardless of what side of the aisle we're talking about, they will try to silence it out. And that is a scary thought when you are a Christian and have something that everyone needs to hear. If you're listening to this, you're probably in America. 
Although, weirdly enough, I did see that 1% of my audience is in Ireland, so thanks for tuning in, laddie. But if you're in America, there's always going to be people who use scripture and twist it for their own selfish gain, and so many of them are politicians. So many of them are people in government telling you how to live your life, and it becomes law. It becomes practice. It becomes media norms. That's scary. And if you believe what the Bible says, it's only going to get worse. This government gets crazy drunk on power. Live for God, not your country. Love your country. Be grateful for your country. Be grateful for the life you get to live in your country and in this life and in this world. Be grateful for your culture, but do not live for your culture and do not live for your country. Remember, this is not your home. This has been Unfiltered Jesus Freak. Thank you so much and God bless.